During our retreat week, we've got the first week of Ordinary Time. Um, our first reading is going to take us through Samuel, and I'm going to preach twice on Samuel and his call these days ahead. Our Gospel texts are the beginning of Mark, and they take us through his first appearance, his call of the first disciples, his activity, and the people's response to his activity. Now, I mentioned last night about the importance of encounter in the whole process of evangelization, and I want to focus this morning on, in a sense, the evidence we see of what that encounter felt like, what it was like in that context. Because our readings this week have some of my favorite phrases in the Gospels in terms of expressing um, what that encounter must have been like in terms of seeing the effect it had on the people that he met. How did they respond? So we heard today, they left their nets. Tomorrow we'll hear, he spoke with authority. Then on Wednesday we'll hear the, the phrase, everybody is looking for you. And Friday, the declaration of the people. We have never seen anything like this. Now these and other gospel texts I love because they point out to me how the people reacted when they met the Lord. They express what must have been the, the awesome power of his personality, even at a human level, to be meeting and interacting. So our text from Mark this morning's um, quite specific in saying they left their nets, they left their father, they left the hired men. In Luke, he sums it up saying they left everything. Now, what must it have been like to meet the Lord, to have someone come along, encounter you, and call you out of the midst of what you were busy doing? How powerful must that encounter have been for them to just put it all aside and go with him? He gave them just this kind of vague promise of making them fishes of men. Now we know what that meant, but I don't see how they could have known what that meant. What they must have known is somehow the, the power of meeting him, of, of what he must have been like that inner authenticity, that inner power. Let's think of some other phrases in the Gospels that likewise express what it was like to meet him, to think how people reacted to him. So the guards sent to arrest him. So we often think of them arresting him in the agony in the garden. We often forget the earlier passage in the gospel, the first time the temple guards were sent to go and arrest him. And they come back to the high priests, not with the Lord Jesus, but empty-handed, saying simply, no one has ever spoken like this man. So impressed were they by him. We might think of the crowds who said of him, he has done all things well. 
And then his preaching manner, as we'll hear in tomorrow's gospel, he spoke with authority and not like the scribes and the Pharisees. And my favorite verse in the gospels, the line in, in Luke where it says, all eyes in the synagogue were fixed on him. That's what my life has to be like. That's what a seminarian, a priest has to be like, fixed on him. Okay, let me pull this together with three specific things for us to do, to be doing today at the start of our retreat. So, leaving things behind. So they left their nets. That's how they responded to that encounter. Well, we obviously on a retreat have different things to leave behind. Our outside world. Our outside lives. That to enter into the retreat we need to leave behind our work deadlines, our worries, our distractions. Leave it all behind to enter into the retreat. Recognizing the time. So, the first, one of the, the phrase at the beginning of the gospel this morning, the time has come. He went to preach because saying that the time had come. Well, we need to recognize what that time is for us. What is our time? So, as I'm indicating in my retreat talks in general, the time we are in is the time of the new evangelization. But right now, this week, for you, the time is a time of retreat, a time, a precious time to be with the Lord, still with the Lord, silent, listening with the Lord. That our life has many different times, and we need in each of them to recognize what that time is and therefore be able to respond to the particular graces in that. And third and lastly, encounter, we need to be open to encountering him. On retreat, by recollection, by reflection, by pondering. That we think of the Gospels, we see, just trying to sum up some of those, how people recognized him, responded to him, weren't open to that encounter with him. But we know there are many others who somehow just let him go by. So we need at the start of our retreat to make sure we are entering in by focusing, opening ourselves to however the Lord wants to meet us, encounter us in these few days, that we're open to do that. So summing that up, There are many phrases in the gospel that indicate the power of encountering the Lord, that we are here to encounter him on retreat. Let's be ready to leave the world behind, recognize the time that he has given us, the time that has come.